bring it in. Hope you all had some good conversations with your neighbor. There was one right answer, so I hope you got it. Um, but we will be talking about nothing to do with that this morning. Sometimes you just gotta mix it up, you know? Every question can't be deep. Sometimes you gotta have a little fun. Uh, but we are in a season of Advent. Um, and Advent is a season of waiting, and there is one thing I think about a lot when I think about waiting. I think about uh, this passage from Matthew 5, one of the Beatitudes, the very first one, that simply says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And I think that a lot. Um, I think about it during Advent uh, because nothing makes me feel poorer in spirit than waiting. Um, and I think a lot of us are like that, right? No one likes waiting. No one goes to Disneyland and is like, it was incredible. Every line was so long. It was, I had the best time. This is like 12 or 13 years ago. So before I even met my wife, I went with my cousins uh, to Disneyland. We had a Disneyland day and it was like a random Tuesday and it was wild. Like no one was there. Like there's a picture of us standing like in California Adventure in front of the roller coaster and like no one's even in the picture. Like it just looks like we rented out the entire park. We walked onto every ride. Um, there was no waiting. It was amazing because it was like 13 years ago. I still am talking about it. Okay. That's how amazing. <laughs> that's how amazing it was because we hate waiting. And what's hard is to be invited into a season of waiting and to be told these stories and to embrace these stories and to understand a reality that there is something special for us in the waiting um, is really difficult. And one of the most difficult things about it is that uh, if we allow ourselves to be in a season of waiting, then uh, there is an emptiness that we have to embrace with that. There is just an emptiness that comes in the waiting, and we live in a culture and a time and a society where we don't always have to engage with that emptiness, right? On um, Thanksgiving morning, I woke up really early because I had to cook, and um, I went to the coffee shop by our house right when it opened, and I was like, surely no one will be there because it's Thanksgiving who's getting coffee at, like, when it opens. I was there at 7.05. It opens at 7, and the line was, like, around the corner. And I was like, what is... <laughs> Is everyone okay? Am I okay? I'm, I was part of the problem. <laughs> and so it's all these people in line, and, um, you know, you get in line, and then you, like, get out your phone, and then you just stare at it until the line's over. And uh, the guy in line in front of me was facing me. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, you know, time to do my line ritual. And um, he's like, big line, huh? And I'm like, are we doing this? Are we... <laughs> Are we gonna just strike up a conversation out of thin air? And then I'm like, and it's actually gonna be a long, like it's a long line. So if we're doing this, like there's no going back to being like, that was a good little bit of conversation, let me get out my phone again. So I was just like, sure, I'll do, I'll, I'm in. Just put my phone away. And we talked, I was, it was, and it's like a small coffee shop. They didn't think people were gonna be there. There were like two poor souls working, like their fingers to the bone to get everyone their Thanksgiving anxiety coffee. And so we're just talking the whole time. I was there for like 30 minutes, you know? With, and so I'm talking to this man and we're just like, I mean, we're just chatting it up. Henry, he was amazing. And he's telling me about his dog. Then he's showing me pictures of his dog. I'm showing pictures of my dog. He's like, he's actually waiting for me in the car. I'm like, wow, it's crazy. We go in, we order our coffee. He's like, hey, I'll be right back, you know? And I'm like, okay, I don't know where you're going, but if my coffee is here before you come back, I'm leaving, but I'm not, <clears throat> I've enjoyed our time together, but I am not committed to you in a, as a friend. 
Anyways, he ended up going to his car to bring his dog for me to meet. <laughs> Meatball, it was a very cute dog. We had this entire moment, and I don't know if I'll ever see that man again, um, or not, or Meatball, which that's kind of sad, but, um, but there was this moment in there where there was just an opportunity to engage and see what uh, was there for me if I let the emptiness of the waiting in, right? And that is a small example because we do this, I think, with a lot of things. Right now, in our world, there are so many things going on, um, and I think a lot of us are waiting on hope. We're waiting on change. We're waiting on something, and I think it is really hard to allow the emptiness that has to exist in the waiting, right? I think there is something uh, that we crave of like, uh, there, there has to be something I can do. Let me go to my phone. Let me post this or do that, right? And that's no shade to social media or those things. But I think the number one thing that social media does in our world is keep us from the emptiness that exists in the waiting. Um, and it allows us to fill so much space in our lives and to fill it with an action that sometimes I don't know what we're doing or what I'm doing or what it's really doing. But I just feel like I'm doing something and that keeps me from the emptiness of the waiting. When the reality is, I think these stories and these scriptures and the Beatitudes and the season of Advent is just endlessly true because it is saying, yes, we do believe that hope is coming. We believe that in Sunday, but that doesn't mean there's not a Friday. We believe in what is to come, but the emptiness that exists in the waiting does something for us. In this passage, it says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom. And we talk about this a lot. When Jesus is asked, where is this kingdom? He says, it is in our midst. And so there is something about existing in the waiting that allows us to be present in this moment. Because when we fill the space with things to try to avoid the emptiness or try to avoid the waiting, it takes us out of this moment. We do not get to experience the kingdom in its fullness. And that is one of the most beautiful things we can do. And that's what the season of Advent teaches us. It says, hey, we got to be in the waiting. You need to be in the emptiness. Blessed are the people who are experiencing that emptiness, for they will be present in this kingdom reality. And we have to believe that. And we have to engage with that, Right? And it's really hard um, because a lot of us are waiting on a lot of different things. A lot of us have experienced waiting in a lot of different things. And a lot of us have every single available resource possible to avoid the waiting. I can, I remember being a kid, okay, did anyone grow up? Did anyone, did anyone grow up? <laughs> Raise your hand. <laughs> I was going to say, did anyone grow up in the, and I was like, when did I grow up? I don't know, 90s-ish? Anyways. Um, I remember growing up, and I would just get bored every day. Every day I would be so freaking bored. I remember just, like, sometimes laying in my grass and just looking through the blades of grass and being like, wow, this one's kind of crooked. Oh, wow, this one's bendy. Wow, look at it. I wonder how many more blades of grass I can count until I, ha I do something, right? It was just every day was so boring. Um, and part of that was just, like, I mean, I had, like, my parents were so Christian. We could watch TV on Fridays and Saturday morning. Other than that, just go outside and we just go look at stuff. We're just counting trees. I don't know. And, um, and it was, I missed that. I haven't been, do you know how long it's been since I was bored? Since I just sat down, I was like, hmm. What to do? What to do? <laughs> no, very long. If we want to fill the emptiness that exists in waiting, we can. 
But every time I look back in my life and I was in a season where I was waiting on something, where I needed something, and I filled that emptiness, I regret that because I missed the experience to be present in that moment, and that moment needed to teach me something that I couldn't get otherwise. And instead, I just spent the time on my phone or in a thing or doing something else, mostly my phone. I can't think of anything else I, I distract myself with. Um, but there is something that exists for us in the waiting. In the entire goal, I think, at this current moment in my life, is I want to be present for it all. I want to see the kingdom. I want to engage with the kingdom. I want to understand what it means that the kingdom is in our midst. I want to be looking around. I don't want to miss it. And I think I try to miss it when it gets empty, when it feels empty, when there is waiting. I think there is so much happening. And I, what's, what's so funny is I keep get, hearing these conversations about what's happening in the world and um, I've even had people like ask me to like respond or say something. I'm like, I am in the emptiness that comes before the waiting, the emptiness of not knowing enough, not knowing what to do, not knowing what to say, not knowing what to read, not knowing what to watch, not knowing all these things. This emptiness is, it's an important thing and it has to create something in us because it creates a different kind of hope in the waiting. And that is the hope that Advent is talking about. When we see these things that feel like we are hoping for peace in the world, we are hoping for change in our families, we're hoping to grow our families, we're hoping that some of our family members get sick and can't come to Christmas, whatever it is <laughs> that you are hoping and waiting for, Allowing ourselves to feel the emptiness that comes in the waiting is just so important. And those are easy words to say, but it's a really hard thing to do. I think all of us right now are waiting on something. All of us, every single person in this room. And we can try to stay busy and think about other things and just hope it works out, and that's fine. But if we allow ourselves to sit, if we allow ourselves to feel poor in spirit, if we allow ourselves to be in the emptiness that exists in the waiting, I think there's just going to be something magical for us, a different kind of presence um, than we felt before. And that's a good thing. That's a beautiful thing. Because the birth will come, the hope will come, the things will come, we know that. But what do we miss if we miss and we skip past the emptiness that comes in the waiting? That was super fast, but honestly, that is, that's what I wanted to say. Um, <laughs> and it really is uh, that simple. It's just that is the thing that I've been thinking about. You know, there's, there's something to the fact that every single second, every moment that we're on this earth, we fill our lungs just to empty them again. This whole thing is a system of what it means to feel full and what it means to feel empty and if we only allow ourselves to be present when we feel full, then we miss so much of what exists for us here. They'll fill back up, but sitting with the emptiness is just important. So don't rush past the waiting. Do not skip past the good stuff. Because not only good stuff is good stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I'm an Enneagram 7, so I'm really, if I believe it, I've seen some things. Um, and that's what I have for you this morning. So you're going to grab the same three or four people, and this is your question. What's one thing this week...